Hello, 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 and welcome or welcome back to Fancy a Blather podcast. This week we are talking to Camilla Vola about all things podcasting, her podcast, my point of view, but even more importantly, we're talking all about women's empowerment and what she is doing to be a voice in this troubling time for women. So stay tuned for that. But now let's hop into our intro. Okay, hello, hello, hello. I always want to say like good morning, good afternoon, good evening, because you know, I don't know what time you're listening at. Um, also, this is so funny, but the other day I was thinking, you know, it'd be so cool to have like a radio show just so you could be like, good morning, New York. But I don't live in New York anyway, so good morning, Aberdeen. Doesn't really have the same ring to it, you know. But still, you know, if any radio, radio show shows are looking for someone I'm not on an early I don't have any time so I don't know why I'm saying that but no I'm not an early an early shift gal so maybe an evening show but anyway let's um so let's first of all let's hop into our small wonder of the week so my small wonder this week is probably kind of funny because I think everybody's kind of sick of these but I'm just gonna put it out there I've really been appreciating walks again and I know that everyone listening to this in the UK is like how can you possibly be appreciating walks that's like all you can do but I think I'm just trying my absolute best to look on the bright side of life right now and I'm just trying to go on walks and be more present and like obviously that's also like the only way to socialize but also just go and walk by myself and not take headphones or anything. Sometimes I take my Kindle so I can read when I like get somewhere. But just like walking in general has been really, really enjoyable. And um, yeah, because I guess it's, I wouldn't say it's warm out, but it's getting like it's sunny and it's nice. So I've really been enjoying walking. Um, So the next thing is what I'm engaging with. I actually had this like probably a month ago, but I'm bringing it back because I haven't finished it yet because I seem to, I don't know, fallen out of my reading routine, which I'm I'm determined to get back into. So it is um, The Book of Moods by, I'm pretty sure it's by Lauren Martin. Let me just check. I always want to say Lauren Elizabeth, but I know it's not by her. By Laura Martin. No, that's right. By Lauren Martin. I was right. Yeah. Um, I'm loving it. I'm like probably halfway through now, because I this is so sad. I had no Wi-Fi on Friday night um, until Saturday afternoon and um, was like down. So I finally read some more. Um, I'm sad that it took me, took such a big thing. And I was so mad about the Wi-Fi. And honestly, it should have just been like, it's not the end of the world. But I don't know. I think I just, because I had so much work to do and I've had to spend my weekend doing work that I could have done on Friday night but honestly I think it was probably good for me to have that downtime so yeah that's what I'm engaging with so this week's um small business of the week is a brand called Cozy that's C-O-S-I um specifically Cozy UK I have, um, I found them just on Instagram really and I am obsessed with their stuff, like so obsessed. Honestly, like I do not need any more loungewear in my my life, but it's so tempting because their stuff is amazing. They also have on their website, they have 
Intimates, which looks so comfy and so soft. So I think as soon as I need new ones, I'll be going there. They have yoga sets, which look oh just amazing. Their lounge, as I said, it looks so good. And I've heard wonderful things about it and how soft it is. They have the coolest gifting thing where you do like a, a gift card situation. And then you do... Um, you like choose your loungewear and then you can add extras like you can add a pamper kit or something like that and I just think that's so cool and I'm I'm really here for it but the thing I am going to be purchasing from them because I just think it's so prominent and so important um is their women's aid t-shirt and first of all the design is stunning um so absolutely I want it um it's made safely as far as I can tell they're like a very sustainable brand um so the um <clears throat> sorry basically the cozy is a female founded brand and they want to do everything to they can to help right now given the recent events surrounding women's safety which I'm going to talk about in a minute um so they have decided to bring out their women's shirt for pre-order and 60% of the profits will be sent to Women's Aid and Women's Aid is an amazing charity working together against abuse until women and children are safe. So I have ordered that so stay tuned on the um, the Instagram page to see when it arrives because I will be sharing it in stories like always. Um, yeah obsessed I just think such an important message in this time and I'm really yeah, I just really appreciate it. So I actually do want to dive in and talk about what's going on right now for a second before kind of going into the episode because it just feels important to me um, at this time, if I'm being honest. And um, yeah, I just think that I want to I want to say something. I'm I'm mad, you know, like I'm really mad. Um, so for those of you who I don't know, maybe are living under a rock or something. Recently in the UK, uh, um, women in London, Sarah Everd, I think that's how you say her last name, Everd, was um, kidnapped and brutally murdered by a policeman. And as a result, also the same day as her death on kind of a different strain, a uh, um, statistic came out saying that 97% of women have been sexually assaulted or abused. I will have that linked in the show notes so you can like read it more and see like what area and things like that and like the the statistics behind it all if that's something you're interested in knowing about. So that's all awful. It's ridiculous that as women in 2021 we're still scared to go outside. We're still walking home with our keys in between our fingers with um pepper spray or like not going trying not to go out at dark not going for a run at night um which especially in winter is hard and going make sure you go like the most lit way and telling your friends to, like text when they get home etc and then all of this stuff happened with Sarah Everett's vigil I think I don't really want to get into the COVID side of things like you can say what you like whatever um but this is like, this is a big deal. And um, people were at Sarah Everett's vigil, all at a vigil, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not even a protest, it's just a vigil. And they, um, they're just, it's a moment for 
silence for this woman's death, but also the death of so many women before her that have died from abuse and assault and things like that. And um, the uh, uh, so the police officers just attacked women and things like that. And like, do your research and make up your own mind. But I feel hard. I absolutely believe it and I believed it when it was black people and I believe it now that it's women and I think I the police are so problematic and I have known that for a while but somehow it still shocks me every time and that's not everyone so like I'm not like I'm obviously I am kind of generalizing but like if you're in the police please don't think it's like an attack on you I'm just speaking like just like if you're a man listening like it's not like it's not I know it's not all men but that's not the point like the point is that it's it's still a lot do you know what I mean but it is basically all women that are being um treated this way so yeah basically I just think this is ridiculous especially following everything that happened in Scotland via like the Rangers football fans um I don't really want to get into it all because I'm just gonna get really angry and annoyed but I think we all really just need to um I don't like uh, like just look out for each other's safety and also if you're a man you need to really consider like when you're walking outdoors that you're not walking really close to a woman and things like that like just consider how a woman is feeling I saw like a really good tweet where someone was like yeah I know it's not all man but I am men and I am and I know that I would never assault someone or abuse someone um women or not but I still but I understand that because I am a man I have a presence that could terrify women, so I do keep my distance, etc. And it's just about looking at ways that we can we can change this, and things have to change because this is ridiculous. Um, that's kind of everything I want to say on that. Like, there's so much more, but yeah, I just I just feel like I needed to get that out. Um, so in light of that, I wanted to pick a. Uh, a poem which I find just very powerful um, by one of my favorite poets. So it's A Woman Speaks by Audre Lorde. I find this on the Poetry Foundation website, a really good website if you're ever looking for like new poems to check out. Um, obviously, like go and buy Audre Lorde's poetry if you want because she has incredible poetry. I highly recommend, but I'm just going to read you the poem. A Woman Speaks by Audre Lorde. Moon marked and touched by sun, my magic is unwritten, but when the sea turns back, I, it will leave my shape behind. I seek no favour, untouched by blood, unrelenting as the curse of love, permanent as my errors or my pride. I do not mix love with pity, nor hate with scorn, and if you know me, look into the entrails of Uranus where the restless oceans pound." I do not dwell within my birth nor my divinities who am ageless and half grown and still seeking my sister's witches in Dahomey wear me inside the coiled cloths as our mothers did mourning. I have been women for a long time. Beware my smile. I am treacherous with old magic and the noon's new fury with all your wide futures promised. I am woman and not white. So yeah, that is um, A Woman Speaks by Audre Lorde. We are now going to hop into the episode. So please enjoy this chat with Camila Vol Vola. I apologize, Camila 
I apologize if I'm messing up your name. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, please do stay tuned to listen to that interview. It was one of my favorites so far that I've done. And um, don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Spotify, um, share if you're listening to your Instagram stories and check out our Instagram at Fancy Blather. And yeah, enjoy the interview. Okay, so our charity of this week was picked by our guest as per usual. So Camilla picked Strong Minds. So you can find them at strongminds.org. So their mission is to improve the mental health of women in Africa. And um, good mental health is the foundation of healthy families and thriving communities. So they are basically treating depression at scale in Africa. So here's a little bit of their information. In Africa, 66 million women are suffering from depression and 85% have no access to treatment. Strong Minds provides free group talk therapy to low-income women in Uganda and Zimbabwe. I don't know if they provide it to other places in Africa because it seems like why would you give that statistic? But anyway, um, we are scaling our research, our reach through peer-to-peer therapy, phone-based teletherapy, public education campaigns and partnerships. Women who complete our therapy achieve clinically significant reductions in depression systems, restoring hope for themselves and their families. So they've had 80,000 people, women, sorry, treated for depression by strong minds, which is incredible. Um, 75% of depression-free six months post-treatment. 16% increase in work attendance, 13% increase in family food security, 30% increase in children's school attendance, and 28% increase in women feeling socially connected. So they, like most charities, have some featured news on their website which you can check out as well as of course like just news and stories in general you can subscribe to their website if you want to keep up to date with what their charity is doing they have a bit about the need a bit about us like as in about them and so like faqs job openings reports and financials trustees staff their history um their model their impact and then how to donate and also how to take action and of course you can find them on all the social medias so like I said that is strongminds.org and we will have their Instagram featured on our story the day that this comes out so for now please enjoy the rest of the episode Okay, so you are now going to listen to my interview with the lovely Camila. Camila is the host of my Point of View podcast, and I have to say I am such a big fan of her podcast, and I highly recommend you check it out. So um, my Point of View is a lifestyle podcast all about figuring out college, post-grad life, and everything in between. Um, Here we talk about anything from feminism to body confidence to jobs and careers, My point of view is here to help all 20-somethings realise they're not alone in what they're going through and that life's easy if you consider things from another point of view. And she has new episodes out every Monday at 6am East Standard Time. I actually am not sure what that is, GMT, but I'm sure you can type it in. But I do listen to her podcast on a regular basis and we had an incredible conversation 
all about um, podcasting, but also all about female empowerment, as that is something that is really big and important to Camila. So please do enjoy this episode and please do check out Camila's podcast and find it on Instagram at mypointofview.podcast. Enjoy. Hello, Camila, and welcome to Fancy Blather Podcast. It is so lovely to have us oh my gosh I keep doing that to have you here with us today I keep saying have us here with you today <laughs> um to, to have you with us here today um how are you doing how's your week been how are you in general hi thank you so much for having no me problem. this is super exciting I've never done an interview like overseas so this Ooh. is very exciting <laughs> uh I'm doing good finally it's the end of the week we were talking before mm-hmm. recording like I I, I start school the 15th of March here because we have a okay. different year with the different seasons. So yeah. my school year, my final senior year of college starts the 15th of March. So I'm trying to get all my work. I do freelance work or my work and all my podcast work, which is mm-hmm. for free, but I love it. It's my little baby. All I want to get all like super done or at least very organized before my to-do list have, have been super, super long, but it's something that I enjoy. So I complain, but not that much, but um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing good. I think that good. this been, I mean, last week was very cha- chaotic for me. So this week has been nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a nice change. Perfect. Yeah, because um, last week I, I had a final and all of that. So I had to like just uh, get settled and all my floors were changed from my room. And now I have the floors. I have all of that done. So it was more like <laughs> a settling week than other. <laughs> Amazing. That's that, that sounds like a good, a good shift in the right direction. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I can feel it in like my, my spirits are mm-hmm. more calm. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, so we do a segment at the start of each interview called, um, small wonder of the week so we started this basically when we started the podcast it used to be in the intro this is actually probably the first interview where it's moved to asking the guests because I just quite think like it as yeah (laughs) an exclusive um so it's basically just something it doesn't have to be from your week just when I say mine it's always from the week that's happened but just something small or it can't sometimes it's something that isn't really small but you can say anyway um that you've appreciated this week that maybe you hadn't taken notice of before it's just something we like to do to remind everyone to take pleasure in the little things I suppose especially because I think 2020 and 2021 so far taught us taught us a lot about that so I was wondering if you want to share yours with us yeah so I feel like sometimes especially with 2020 like you said Mm -hmm. I'm always in my room because you can see there's my bed and here's Mm -hmm. my desk so I'm always in my room and Last week, I didn't have it because they were redoing the floors and all that, a whole situation with like the house and all of that. But I didn't have my room. I had to be somewhere else. I did, I don't even know where I was, really. <laughs> I was somewhere else in my mind. So I really, this week, appreciated like my space, how important it is for me to have my space and my things and where I do my work and then being able to get out of my room and do like whatever break I want to have or family gathering or whatever. But I really appreciated my space, which I think is something we all kind of take for granted, especially when we have been so much at home. But once they take that, that space away out from you, you're like, whoa, where am I supposed to be? <laughs> so I've been really appreciating my space. So I'm, I'm loving it. And I challenge anyone that's listening to this to realize what your space is and what would you do if they take it away from you? Like your little desk with your little things. I have like my things here, little things that my friends have gifted me, things from like my trips to New York and all of that. And I'm just like, oh, I love this. <laughs> I have my little, I have a, a, a Nola 
there mm -hmm. from Frozen that I bought when I went to Disney, like little things that are mine that were all over the house the last week. So this week I just love having my things. <laughs> Perfect. That's amazing. Um, so just for everyone at home, my small wonder of this week is kind of a, a random one because I just started um, teaching again in person, which is um, very nice. <laughs> it's nice to see other human beings. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm just very grateful for routine again. It's been a really hard shift from online uni and things oh. to, to being in person. My commute is one hour. So I'm um, like 6 a.m wake up at the moment so normally I'm in bed by like 9 30 probably latest um but it's been a, a hard adjustment because normally like I for online uni maybe like I get up at 30 like minutes nine quarter to nine just go to the lecture in my pajamas unfortunately I can't show up for the children yeah. I work with p123 which is a Scottish system which is ages five to seven oh, and eight that's yeah so nice. <laughs> yeah the no <laughs> feel that shift like I, I also have a long commute to my college and all of that and thank god it's online because I don't think I will be able to do like an hour an hour and a half I used to do sometimes two hours if the traffic was bad I'm like what like no <laughs> yeah it's nice though it's so great to see the kids again and to, mm. kids are kids are true a small wonder I suppose because they're small but they're really quite a large wonder in the world because they yeah. They just are so, especially right now, they've just proved how resilient children really are. Yeah. And they've just come through the hardest of times, even like the five-year-olds. They've been through so much as a, as a generation. And they really don't like. fully get it as we older people do. Like mm -hmm. I have a little cousin that she's five, actually, I think, mm -hmm. six. Six, she's six, wow. And another one that is 11, wow, they're so big, what? <laughs> and yeah, they don't really grasp the whole idea like mm -hmm. they had COVID and it was really like mild for them they didn't have it bad but they still don't grasp like the whole thing the situation oh, no, yeah. was with like masks they really don't get it and the fact that they I mean to put a kid six I mean here we had a six-month quarantine so to put a kid six months in their house I mean mm -hmm. the toll on their mental health like what like I don't know it's just yeah they're but they're they're cra it's crazy how I always wonder how how is teaching on the other side because I am the student <laughs> so I always <laughs> wonder how teaching online has been like the whole switch must have been so hard yeah I think a lot of teachers really struggled I've been quite lucky because I'm doing placements I've only been I've only taught in person because I'm like a stu mm. student teacher so I'll be like a full teacher next year so I've been really lucky mm. in terms of but I have friends who I have taught online it's just so hard because you also don't know is doing the work at home and you can't really assess because it might not always be the children's learning it might be the parents kind of filling it in so it's not, but the kids are so wonderful and it's so nice to be in the school and with the kids because it's just not something they they're like I think as adults sometimes we get caught up in the in the world and in the situation we're in and get, get really down about it whereas they just kind of get on with it like we obviously now have to wash our hands a lot more and things like that and there's certain toys we can't have out and all those things but they just know that but they don't kind of make a fuss about it they just get on with it and they wash their hands and do things and go and play and just sort of kind of like what well what can I do about it and I think that's actually quite a good attitude and I'm like <laughs> I need to need to take something from them but anyway yeah moving moving on so before this question I thought it'd be good to ask how old are you? Just so listeners at home know like what stage of your 20s you're in. 22. So I, will, I, I turned 22 in December. 
Amazing. So my Taylor Swift year. <laughs> yeah, the best. That's one of the, one of the best years so far, I can say. Um, so have you had moments in your tr- in your twenties so far? Obviously, you've got plenty left. Um, where you have been surviving rather than thriving, and how did you overcome those times? Yeah. So. I've been really thinking about this question and I don't know mm-hmm. why <laughs> it really stuck with me I get into full survival mode when I have finals because I'm so hard mm-hmm. on myself when it comes to school so I I'm really get on survival mode like mm-hmm. I get moody I get like even don't talk to me when I'm studying like don't touch me don't do anything <laughs> uh, I'm more when it's online and I feel like those are the moments but also I was thinking about like the thriving part and I feel like you let me know if you agree with me, okay. <laughs> uh, but I feel like I am not constantly thriving in my 20s. I feel like everyone is thinking that there's that this necessity of always thriving. And I feel like in 2020, when the world kind of shut down, everyone's like, oh, my God, I'm losing a year in my 20s. And I was like, no, we can use this experience as a learning opportunity. And I feel like mm-hmm. in our 20s, we're more like constantly learning than constantly thriving. In whatever situation we have and I feel like last year I made that switch in my mind where like yeah my 20s doesn't have to be like constantly partying and looking good and whatever it can be like a switch of constantly learning and constantly yeah just appreciating myself my body who I am my friends the people around me my space like anywhere and I feel like yeah I've struggled and I survived especially I mean the most like pivotal moment that I can talk about when it comes to like surviving in your 20s hasn't been the six month quarantine here in Argentina because literally six months inside I have a wow wow it's a lot (laughs) I cannot even sometimes I forget about it that that happened and then I remember and I'm like whoa whoa uh but that was full survival mode yes but Mm -hmm. the thing is I kind of used that time to learn things to create my own passion projects and to kind of get out of that survival mode that's best mm-hmm. as I could and keep on learning because if I got stuck with like the idea of constantly thriving in your 20s I would have been stuck for the six months and I was like no 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 no, no. we are learning something from this we are doing something useful it doesn't matter if it doesn't thrive or whatever we are doing it and I just did my podcast and whatever it is that I did during those six months but yeah I don't know if that answered the question (laughs) no yeah that answers it perfectly I think you really summed it up perfectly honestly what a lot of this podcast is about it is that you're not your 20s is not about thriving and um no and I think it's really funny that people say that it is because typically the people who say oh like the 20s are the best years of your life or like that's your defining decade and things like that the people who say that are never in their 20s when they say it. It's always a like thing when they're looking back on something and that's the nostalgia in people. I think they don't, you, you prefer to remember good memories and bad memories. Like my mom always says, I only remember the good things of growing up because I'll be like, oh, remember on holiday when this happened, this happened. And my mom will be like, but also so did all of these horrendous things. I'm like, who remember that? So it's interesting because you, you think, that maybe if it was a time where you were thriving all the time, people who actually are in their 20s would be speaking to those experiences. But you're so right, that is just about like finding that balance. And that's something that continues also throughout your life. I don't think you turn 30 and go, oh, I've got my shit together now. Like, No, going- but also I feel like uh, we have so many things in our 20s that have come from like decisions that we made when we were so young, especially mm-hmm. like college decision and all of that. And whatever decision that you made when you like graduated yeah. college that 
keep with you in your 20s and I feel like they call it the defining decade not because you thrive constantly but because you actually figure out who you are and what you like and mm -hmm. you learn to appreciate yourself and what you have so much more so in your 30s you're more like quote-unquote thriving or whatever still mm -hmm. learning but I feel like it's defining because you start to define yourself on your own terms that yeah. sometimes when you're 17 18 you really can't do you I, I really I'm thinking of my 17 years of I'm like how did I choose like <laughs> yeah. what like I made a whole career switch when I was 18 19 and then I got into my 20s and I was like okay yes this is me I'm I like this I like that I I'm good at this I'm good at that I'm bad at this I want to do this mm -hmm. I do this and that's what's been more defining and not to like throw your question away because I feel like no you're usually thrive but I feel like we usually learn more and some people just throw that learning and as you said like the bad memories and the learning part outside and I feel like all those failures and all those learning opportunities have been so important to me like the six month quarantine mm -hmm. I can talk about how bad it was but I learned and did so much yeah that that's so important back. <laughs> that I think in a way surviving and thriving are a lot more similar than people think because I think if you are surviving in some ways, you may, you may also be thriving, especially yeah. during a like a lockdown. Because what else? What else do you need to do during a lockdown other than survive, really? So I think yeah. that it's a lot more similar than people realize. I wouldn't call them like opposites or anything, but I think that's such a good point. And I definitely do think that you learn so much in your twenties, and it's important as well to to know that you learn this much like you said like you had a shift in your mind that oh no this is the time to learn and to know that you're always learning in your 20s so you don't need to say oh this is what I'm doing this is it for the rest of my life like you don't have mm. to box yourself in because I know a lot of people nowadays tend to talk about that fear of boxing themselves into something because that's something that probably our parents generation did sometimes yeah. and I look back on and regret but that's very uncommon nowadays to like kind of follow the same career path or anything like that throughout your whole life doesn't really happen anymore so I think that's actually like I love that point perfect mm. so the next question you have um such a wonderful podcast like it's perfect my for my commute as well which I really appreciate that it's like a good length <laughs> that gets me to Thank the school <laughs> no worries which is called my point of view for everyone at home which we'll have linked in the show notes um and it's so unique as well which is another thing I love about it and I was wondering what made you decide to get into podcasting what kind of introduced you to the world of podcasting if you like so I mean the podcast have had mm -hmm. such a long transformation since I created like thinking back but basically I've been listening to podcasts for two years same as you I have a very long commute from school to my house and podcasts have make it so like quicker because you listen to two episodes and I'm home and that's it yeah <laughs> and so yeah I've been loving podcasts forever but I've always listened to more like two people podcasts mm -hmm or like more professional political podcasts, like different types of the podcasts that I do now. <laughs> and then I discovered um, two podcasts, Second Thing by Katie Bellotti and The Real Real Podcast by Natalie Barbu. And I was like, wow, I, I, this is like, I could really do something like this. And I was like, yeah, well, maybe like the whole interview stuff, I really wouldn't know how to do it. People mm -hmm. do it in person. I'm on the way down here. No one knows where Argentina is, to be completely honest. So it's like, <laughs> no okay. one knows where Scotland is either. So it's okay. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, how am I going to do in-person interviews? And then the quarantine started and I was like, wow, I really need a place where I can talk because I, I would spend like days without talking sometimes because you really mm -hmm. don't realize. And I'm like, oh, I didn't speak 
today <laughs> and I had a lot of thoughts about a lot of things always because I'm very opinionated without anyone asking me so I was like okay I'm gonna start a podcast it's gonna be a personal journal I of course asked one of my best friends in the world I was like actually I had a lot of opinions and I always shared it in like my close friend story from Instagram and I was like wow these are not loading like I sent too many stories no one listens to them and I was like okay well whatever and then I told my friend I was like should I make a podcast mm -hmm. about this like about me and my mind and I was like she was like yeah you should totally do it like also you don't have to see anyone else at school like we're not going back to school anytime soon so it's like you, you post an episode and you have to go to school and like see people's reaction in person you just mm -hmm. stay in your house and I was like okay that's the perfect time to make it great so <laughs> I made it and yeah I, the first seven episodes are solo episodes and that's why the name came about because it was me just talking my point of view me talking about something and then I discovered the whole world of smaller podcasters and influencers and all of that that I used to follow but I didn't really know or knew much about and I was like wow I could really do like zoom interviews everyone is doing that now like zoom whatever and then yeah that kind of was the way that it shifted and it shifted now to being a more lifestyle, more career-based podcast, where I just speak to different people about how they got to where they are in their career and how was that process, because I feel like the process is different to so many people and their point of view through that is different. And I just want to show my listeners that they can get to the same place mm -hmm. in different like ways. That's I always say like the part of the song that I love that kind of inspired the name is like, life is easier if you consider things from a different point of view. Like yeah. you might feel like you're Right now you're stuck but maybe you're not stuck maybe whatever influencer got to where they are today right where you were but they did this and this or they look at the situation in a different way and they realize that they could do it so that's how kind of how I created it and then shifted it to what is now <laughs> perfect I love that but it's it is so worth listening for everyone at home definitely check <laughs> it out um so I am so in love with the idea you came up with for your new series um women march and i've listened to the first episode loved mm -hmm. it such a great conversation and such an important and critical conversation i think and i'd love for you just to tell our listeners maybe just a little bit more about it just for those of them that don't know anything about it and also how the idea came to be how did you how did you come up with it yeah so this is a project that I'm very proud of actually like mm -hmm. the fact that it came out this week I'm like oh finally <laughs> I've been thinking about it since like December November mm -hmm. something like that and basically I'm very passionate when it comes to uh, the topic about women's equality and women's rights and women empowerment and feminism and all of that I really want to end up working in a place that does that so I was like hey it's the first March that I have my podcast because I created it in April 2020 so I was like I should do something for International Women's Day since I care so much about it and I was like that is not enough like one episode one Monday like it's not gonna be enough I'm so passionate about this I should mm -hmm. do more and then I thought about inviting the girls from OKSIS if you don't follow them you should Maddie and Scout they are the best and I was like I want to have a conversation about this with them like women empowerment and feminism because I knew how passionate they were about mm -hmm. it and how they take those concepts and they put it in their businesses and everything that they do. So I was like, I want to talk about that with them. And then I was like, hey, I could do a whole series about this. Like I could start with them with that conversation that I want to have and I can continue doing different topics about that through all of March and celebrate Women's Month. And basically for the name, I just was like women 
march and i just did women's march because i know the march in washington was very important back mm -hmm. in the day and yeah just basically this um series where i'm just gonna share a lot of conversations about i had a conversation with uh maddie and scott from okc's now all about women in business and femininity in business and the power of the women and being 50 15 in marriage and all of that For example, next Monday, International Women's Day, I'm going to talk with an author, an Argentinian author, that she's uh, she's Ooh. from the she lives in the states, so she doesn't really speak Spanish that much, but okay, she's just Argentinian, so it's just nice to have an Argentinian in the podcast. And she made a book all about breaking the good girl myth and how women we are in oh, a wow. cage about the good. Is the theory is so good, I cannot even explain it. You should listen to the episode. Oh, Then I'm absolutely. going to have another guest talking all about intersectional feminism which i feel like it's so important also i'm going to do an episode yes. about me too the movement and then i'm going to do an episode about femininity and why femininity is actually good and not bad as people want to make it sound so basically just highlighting all the important things and movements that have been going through feminism and all this like past wave of feminism that has happened and that just i don't know i felt like feminism has been kind of turned down maybe this past year and I feel like it's really 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 important and I just want to put it out there yeah. like a post or one episode wasn't enough for me because I'm so passionate about this so I was like let's do a whole series and a whole Instagram feed with purple <laughs> yeah I think that's great as well that you're including things like uh, me too and intersectionality because I think that feminism really has changed like the concept of feminism has really changed in a positive way in terms of intersectionality and it not just being white women who we're representing as, um, like as people that should be feminists and also it's not just white women's rights, but also the idea of like gender and um, like how do you, like who is classed as a woman, I think is another thing that's really something that maybe needs to like, is still not quite there with feminism yeah. is something that I feel like it needs, needs, needs more work, but it's definitely obviously it's a lot better than like our grandparents and things but I I love that you're sharing that because I think there is still so many things that need to change in terms of women and I think that the intersectionality conversation as well as the rest sounds so so amazing and I think that's an important yeah, thing just, to I bring feel to like, light yeah I just wanted to not have this final say I just wanted to start conversations because again mm -hmm. I felt like in the podcast where at least what I was seeing there weren't enough conversations about this and I'm like yeah it's women's history month or whatever you want to call it but let's talk about this we're so far away from like the perfect final point we're way better than past generations mm -hmm. but we have a long way to go so we should start talking about this and all the small podcasters I know are women so let's do something about this you know yeah exactly I definitely I absolutely agree I think that the conversation is always the the, the right place to start because I think like you say sometimes it just is useful to see things from someone else's point of view because sometimes you can make them realize things like um feminism doesn't mean what maybe they think it means and it actually just means yeah. equality for all and it's not about like raising women to knock men down it's about raising women to be equal to so I think when people start to realize that more then so it's, it's a crucial conversation because conversation is how how most things change if you don't talk about yeah, it because things, we can all call change. ourselves feminist and badasses and girl bosses or whatever mm -hmm. you want to call it but if we don't work towards that and we don't work towards equality who cares mm -hmm. how you call yourself you know <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean but I feel like conversations needed to be 
done and it needs to be started and i hope that people continue them i hope they continue them not only with their women friends mm-hmm. but with their male friends with their male mm-hmm. counterparts because again I, i have a conversation right now uh, today all about femininity how femininity is not bad and men should have a feminine side mm-hmm. and people feel that when I, you say that it's like whoa what are you saying and it's like it's so important for you to still know about this and talk about this and just start conversations with everyone if you want to after listening to my episodes <laughs> yeah definitely i definitely think that everybody should be discussing it perfect so this question actually came in for from a listener but i thought it fits perfectly so um as it is women's history month is what they said who has inspired you so what who are some women don't feel like you need to name one because i always find that really hard so if there is more than <laughs> one feel free because i'm always like oh i can't pick just one person no yeah but i think i think that also who you admire when it comes to women it says a lot about what you want to do in life so mm-hmm. this is if you if you know i'm an international relations major so i admire two women very specifically which mm-hmm. had a lot to do with what i'm studying one is alc alexandra casi cortez she's a congresswoman in the states she was mm-hmm. the youngest when she was elected for new york district 14th district She studied international relationships and she had a whole path before becoming a congresswoman and a whole, yeah, history and journey. And wow, I admire her how strong she is and also how she's the daughter of immigrants and how she got to where she is and how she's always breaking with the status quo that the Congress has of all white, all men. She went there and she it's not just there and stays quiet she's there and she's loud and I love her for that (laughs) and I also love the fact that she makes politics so approachable to people because always people feel like politics is this Mm -hmm. big thing that no one can ever understand and she sits down and she makes an Instagram live and she explains to you the impeachment or the voting that they're doing next week or whatever and I love her for that and then also Meghan Markle I don't know if in the UK maybe she's like a controversial topic no oh my god no she's not unless people are (laughs) racist yeah I mean not just her story after she got married and got into the royal family and all of that but before I used to follow her before all of her blogs and all of about women empowerment and how pro women empowerment she always had always inspired me and she also studied international relations and she actually spent three to four years here in Argentina working for the United States embassy which when I found out I was like wow what and yeah just I love them both and I really I'm really just passionate about their work and what they do and I would love to I don't know meet them be them meet them have them on my podcast whatever yeah (laughs) so yeah I love them both and that speaks a lot about what I want to do and like in the end professionally I think (laughs) amazing no um yeah I also think another thing that Meghan Markle's done that's so massive recently is that she's actually spoken up against the ridiculous racist literally is just racist comments and treatment she's faced and it's just so as like somebody who's lived in the UK my whole life it's still so like not even mind-boggling it sadly isn't surprising which yeah I'm watching the ground I'm watching the ground for like the third time and I'm like this is yeah this this was going to happen like it's sadly that you know that was going to happen but 
the fact that she is i don't know i find her such a strong figure and oh absolutely like someone had to do this and someone had to do this sometime it was going to happen eventually and yeah i mean just the racism is so incredibly like so, i was saying surprising and not surprising like mm-hmm. at the first time you're in you're like whoa what and then you take a step back and you're like well this was going to happen but yeah I don't know I find her so strong and such an amazing figure I love her she's my podcast intro now so (laughs) she's so important I just think that because really the people who she's speaking against they have a lot of power but god knows why they have it that's a whole other conversation that's a whole other topic (laughs) (laughs) that's a whole yeah that's for a whole other time that's a scotland england debate maybe Mm. but anyway we'll we'll just but yeah i I love that those are both wonderful (laughs) women to be inspired by um so as a woman currently in your 20s what do you currently feel needs to be changed in order for young women, young women, and perhaps even women of all ages, um, in order for people to have more opportunities to just thrive rather than survive, but just also really to survive sometimes as women? What are some things that you think are important changes that need to be made in the world? Yeah, I have a lot, but I'm going to start with... Mm-hmm representation because mm-hmm. I feel like also another woman that I admire is Kamala Harris now she's the vice president okay. of the United States and mm-hmm. when she when she like took office or I don't know how you say it mm-hmm. but yeah uh, everyone was talking about how important representation is and how important it is mm-hmm. to see someone similar to you get into a really high place in power that I feel like representation not just in politics but everywhere you know you see someone making something that you would really like to do you're like hey I can do the same because I have the same this and this and that so I feel like representation is really important and we should really just step out of our comfort zones and you know get to places where women have a bit before so we can represent uh like hope for other women and also I feel like women we should start realizing that we don't need to wait for people to give us like seats at the table I don't like that concept or that quote that says like bring a folding chair like I don't care if you don't want to listen to me or you don't want a woman in your team. You need a woman in your team. And I am going to be the woman in your team. Yeah. And I don't care what you think about that. I'm going to bring my folding chair and I'm going to sit in the whole room with all white old men and I'm going to say what I think. Uh, I don't know if that sounded kind of mean, but I feel like we <laughs> no, need to it's know important. that we can have as many seats at the table as we want and we should demand those seats at the table and we should just not be afraid of demanding those seats at any table you know not just like the corporate america tables mm-hmm. but whatever table you want to be in yes. even if it's just like your friends misogynist chats sit in that table and be like no this is not okay you cannot do this and just change that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. I love that. I think so. I totally agree. If you wait to be invited to the table, you'll be waiting a long time, to be honest. <laughs> so don't do that. Perfect. What um, made you realize that politics was the cr- career you wanted to try and achieve? Wow. I read this question and I was like, wow, this is such a question because <laughs> I really don't know. <laughs> like, don't. I know, but I don't know. I, yeah. I don't really know why I decided. I I decided my major international relations it's mm-hmm. for anyone that doesn't know it's like a political science major but focus on the outside not the inside of the country mm-hmm. so basically that's kind of that and that's what politics is what I want to do but I mean 
I just, I chose it because I liked it. And then when I was on the career, I was like, wow, this is actually not as hard as people make it to be. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking this yesterday and with Alexandra Casacortez, I'm thinking about the people that I admire. I was like, I just want to make politics more approachable and easier to people because politics are on everything and everywhere. If you think about it, anything that you do is just touched by politics you cannot just sit there and at least Argentina is a very country where people it's a country where people are mm-hmm. very like oh I don't want to talk about politics I don't yeah, care about politics the they don't here. affect me and I'm like they affect everything like if you complain because the groceries are expensive you have to talk to the government like what are you going to talk to like the place in the supermarket no they don't really have any idea about that so just like the really small detail like small thing that I said to my family like hey this is politics like even if you don't want to talk about this this is politics and I just, with with Alexandra Casacortez and all of those people, I realized that I just want to make politics easier and approachable. And that's what mm-hmm. I found into politics because they're everywhere. And any change that you want to make in the world or not in the world, in your everyday life, you need to know about politics and you mm-hmm. need to be informed. And when you vote or whatever it is that you do, you need to make an informed decision. And if you if politics are really hard for you to understand and not approachable, you're not going to make an informed decision. So I just want to make politics easier, approachable, mm-hmm. especially to young people. I want young people to understand how important politics are. So I feel like that's why I chose it, because I'm so passionate about politics and I've been on my life. And I was like, hey, this is really easy. Like, I can help you make this easier for people. And also just women in politics. I just that that's that's the first like line for me. Women in <laughs> politics. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. I think that's such a good point as well. It's actually funny because I used to be someone that was like, oh God, I can't stand talking about politics and things like that. But then as soon as I got into education, I just realized everything's political. Education is actually probably one of the most political Uh, areas like ever, which is crazy Mm -hmm. because you don't think about that when you become a teacher, but it is Mm -hmm. the reality. And I think it is so important. Not that I was never informed, like I always was informed voting wise and things, but I was always kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to discuss this right now. But I think it is actually really important to talk about and to just know. And yeah, in Britain, it's kind of a weird one. Sometimes we talk about it and sometimes (laughs) like right now, it's obviously been spoken about a lot and the government and the British government's so like bit one that's in England but it's all of Britain because we also have a like a Scottish government yeah. and a Welsh yeah it's a Welsh I think it's a Welsh assembly and an mm. Ar- Irish assembly but so obviously we have like our and that's why it's so complicated that's a whole other episode as well that's why it's so complicated politically in yeah, Scotland. But like the main- Boris our friend Boris <laughs> so, mm. yeah then but the then ones- right now it's interesting because a lot of the things that you would think would be potentially like all of Britain because of coronavirus it's quite actually segregated in terms of like maybe we're a bit smarter than yeah Boris is because we have a we have a female first minister so actually oh that's amazing so actually the first minister like the the prime minister or whatever like but it's called the first minister here is um a woman and um, I personally think she 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 isn't perfect by any means. No one is, but um, she's made a lot of a lot more smart decisions. But the biggest problem is mm-hmm. that we can't close our borders to England because they're connected. <laughs> so there's no border essentially. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think that you've summed that up perfectly. So um, the next question is, what are some just like quick like highlight reel, if you like, um, some of your thriving moments from your twenties so far? 
just some like things that have really stood out to you it's like oh that was a really good time kind of thing that makes sense yeah yeah I found my core group of friends in Mm -hmm. my 20s which is so nice because I always felt like I didn't have a group or whatever Mm. so my core group of friends they are my highlight anytime we're together it's just (laughs) it's hilarious I also just made this for myself and created this Mm -hmm. whole podcast for myself and this whole freelance business behind it and it's just looking back at it it's insane that in two years I just did all of this (laughs) also I when I turned 20 I made like a switch and I realized that I was going to achieve so many things in these 10 years and I was like oh well I am going to achieve so many things and I started like kind of trusting myself and becoming more self-aware and kind of actually appreciating myself for who Mm -hmm. I am and not just always wanting to change and then I found like my passion for my career like I just I made this I was a pre-med student for a year Mm -hmm. and then I changed to international relations which is another story but when I made that change I was always so insecure about like did I did the right choice like Mm -hmm. is this what I want to do I don't know this was such a big change and then when I was 20 21 now 22 I'm about to graduate I'm so sure about my choice and I'm so happy that I actually found my place and I also realized one last thing that you don't need as you said at, at the beginning you don't need to be boxed in one thing like yes I'm starting international relations but I can totally start a lifestyle podcast mm-hmm. and have an Instagram mm-hmm. and a freelance Absolutely. business plus like you don't have to be one thing you're so many no. things and you can be anything that you want and no college major is gonna has to box you like you make that choice perfect um and then if you had to sum up your 20s in three words, what would they be? Oh, this is a hard one. Uh, I would go with, I mean, friendship. It was the mm-hmm. most important thing that I, I think I'm ever going to get out of this. Uh, <laughs> ambition slash goals. I feel like that's also a very mm-hmm. important thing for me that I'm getting away from this. And then... The third one is going to be self-appreciation and, yeah, discovering myself, I think. Self-awareness, all of that self-thing, self-care, self-love, all of that in one box. (laughs) Perfect. And then just finally, well, there's one question after this, but where can our listeners find you? So, so yeah, you can find me on my point of view dot podcast. Mm-hmm. That's my Instagram, and then you can find my point of view podcast on any listener platform of a podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, whatever you listen to podcasts. Perfect. And then, just finally, we like to ask listeners, listeners. Oh my goodness, I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> we like to ask guests, what have you been engaging with this week? Just because to give um, our listeners some ideas of things, maybe to read or to listen to or to watch or um, to ex- experience, perhaps. I didn't yeah. just anything really. <laughs> so, what is something you've been engaging with recently so that you really enjoyed? Things that- Mm-hmm. Yeah, I Perfect. have two things. I've been reading a book for my interview that I'm going to do today that's going to go out in two weeks, I think. Mm-hmm. That's called The Feminine Revolution, all about finding like your feminine power and how important it is. So I really recommend that book. Perfect. And then I've been rewatching The Crown, which is a, a really kind of controversial maybe show to rewatch right now. But <laughs> not really. I love the story <laughs> behind it because I'm such a history yeah. junkie. So- I just love the story behind it and the whole like <laughs> drama behind it and the fact that they won so many golden gloves. I was so happy because I don't know. I really, I really enjoy the show and I just mm-hmm. I find it so aesthetically pleasing to watch. Mm. So I just have it all the time in the back and I'm like just mesmerized by how like how it's shot and how it's made. I just love that. <laughs> 
and the story is kind of interesting so also like the fourth mm-hmm. season was kind of controversial but it was really interesting so oh I yeah but it's well it. written but it's very well written i really prob- like it probably more fact than people realized <laughs> yeah there's now everyone is like oh it's so much fiction and i'm like but how much fiction like yeah. could, could you give me a percentage like yeah. please let me know <laughs> how how much is it based on real life I, like, I need to know number, an estimate <laughs> Perfect. Well, thank you so much for joining us this week, Camila. It's been so lovely to chat with you. And um, I hope you enjoy the rest of your day and um, the rest rest of your week, etc. And uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me on. This was so much fun. No problem at all. And I'll have your podcast and everything you just mentioned that you've been engaging with linked in the show notes for everyone at home. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. That is the end of this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you for staying to the end if you are still here. I know that we are a longer podcast, but I think that's perfect for people who have a commute. Um, Yeah, so don't forget to stay tuned for our new Small Talk episode. We post episodes every Monday for the chat show at 5pm and every Wednesday for Small Talk at 5pm. Um, follow us on Spotify, um, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and check out our Instagram at FancyBella and our website www.fancybella.com and we are starting a newsletter so get signed up to our website to be one of the lucky ones to receive that. Have a good week, bye!